So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox. Okay. What is okay? Nothing is okay. Everything is okay, honey. Do you know what does okay mean? It means everything is okay. Do you know when it started? When what started? Okay. The sign? Everything started out okay. No. <laughs> During World War, when they didn't have um, telephone and all the stuff, or mm -hmm. if they didn't have anything in the vicinity, they used to show this sign, which we call okay today. And that meant mm, zero killed. Zero killed? Yeah. So you're, this is audio. So Sana just did her, like the, the zero with the forefinger and her thumb with the three other fingers lifted up. So it's that means okay. Zero killed. Means zero kills? Yeah. Zero well, if you're kill. trying to kill people, why would that be okay? <laughs> but today we use it as a trend. When you do that, it means okay. Well, that would be problematic if you're trying to kill people, and you don't have, and you have zero kills. Mm. I, I wouldn't say that that's okay. Not zero kills, like zero killed, like everybody's fine. Oh, okay. People on our side are not. Yeah, killed. right. <laughs> okay, we don't care about the other side. We're trying to kill the other side because they have the misfortune of not being born in our country. <laughs> so they're the enemy. So yeah. Okay. So as long as it's our people that aren't dead, then it's okay. <laughs> that means zero. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Now that we, now that we've clarified that, in case you haven't noticed, James is very much anti-war. He's anti-war, but he's every day in war with me. Yes, I'm anti-war, which is why I got married. Why? Why I married Sana. <laughs> I knew that everything would be peaceful and blissful from the day we said I do. Until He's the day stopping we die. me from creating nuclear weapon. <laughs> Such a patriotic. <laughs> you, you found one little Iranian and you're working on that one. <laughs> Someone asked me the other day, we, we had this little group call, group therapy session, I guess they call it. And uh, the question of the day, like the icebreaker question, was if your last name was a store, what would you sell? And everybody was going through this, and, and I said, and finally it was my turn, and I said, my store would be called Nukem with Love. And I, I sell nuclear bombs and nuclear bomb accessories. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Gabriel who would say... I would sell a book that teaches my daddy cook sushi. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessary to listen to the episode featuring 
my ch- my biological son and Sana's stepson. But suffice it to say, Gabriel uh, is not a fan of my sushi. Daddy, you are the best daddy, but your sushi is terrible. And you remember about a year ago, he was like, Daddy, you're a good daddy, but you're a terrible bed. That's a joke that he and I started a couple years ago. Because I would just lay down on the couch and just lay down on him. He's he's like four years old at the time. So, and oh, we have the same thing. Yeah, we just wow. use it at the same time. Wow, we we had the same lip balm. Probably bought at the same little convenience store at the mall in Times City in Hanoi, and we just p- applied it to our lips at the same time. If that isn't a sign that we were meant to be together, honey, I don't know what is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway, I would lay down on my son who's four years old, and obviously I'm not putting all my weight on him. We're just having fun. And I would just say, Gabriel, you're a good kid, but you're a horrible bed. (laughs) And he just laughed and laughed. And to this day, he still jokes around about that. He still remembers that. So I made a funny. (laughs) That's like, I feel good as a father. That's, That's one of my one redeeming qualities as a father, is that I have a sense of humor. Everything else is a complete loss, but at least I made him laugh once. (sighs) This is what marriage has done to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look at your head. I can't even count the hair on your head. Oh, goodness. Over the call, you're going to make fun of my hair. Yeah, because marriage done that to you, right? Yes, marriage did that to me. What made me count my hair? You lost your hair until I can't even count it over the camera. Oh, I lost it to the point that you can count it. Right. All right. Well, Sana, I was, th- I was thinking maybe we should talk about something like useful that people... This was can... all useful. <laughs> it was? Yeah. Okay. Well, I want, you t- I want you... Let's do a recap of this call that we just did with Beth. What did because we just talked with a, a lady by the name of Beth Perutka. It's interesting because her husband's name is Schneller, and she never. She told me she never legally changed her last name because she was a musician, and artists are just weird that way. They want to have their artist name, and so she never legally changed her name to per, uh, Schneller. Although her husband's name is Schneller, but her I guess legal name is Beth Perutka. And what a fascinating story. I mean, just killer story how she just, she was like this professional trumpet player. She was on the way to uh, – her goal was to be in one of the special, uh, like, elite military bands in Washington, D.C., and her career got derailed by a by an injury to her lip, and she couldn't, she couldn't play trumpet anymore. She's like, what do I do? And she became – now she's a personal trainer. Um, just four months ago, she opened up her studio – and she's just killing it. And it was just really inspiring to listen to her story. I could feel the positive energy over the call. I mean, we we didn't really see her, but her voice has such an energy. Yes. And she was a little nervous because I think it was her first podcast interview ever. Mm-hmm. And that, and she was also talking about uh, probably a really painful time in her life. I didn't really feel she's nervous. I think she was a bit uncomfortable talking about her personal uh, issues that she has to fight for. She probably was thinking 
I'm sharing what I've been through, how much others can understand the pain and the difficulties that I have passed. I, I mean, when people go through rough time, they become more introverted and they don't like to share, uh, not because they don't want to let others know how they overcome their difficulties, but probably they don't want others to take it lightly. And uh, yeah, that become yeah, yeah. painful. Everybody wants to be taken seriously. Mm. Whether whether it's music or whatever, you just we just want we. Ha- I think we have this craving to be taken seriously, don't we? Not again. Not I didn't mean to be taken seriously. Which is why this marriage is so painful because my wife <laughs> never takes me seriously. I didn't mean like take it serious. I mean people go through a lot of tough times. And then yeah. it's just like if I tell you, hey, you must try Tom Yum Kung. That's the signature uh, hot soup in Thailand. And I give you all the whole description of it and make it so tasty. But you wouldn't even feel the taste until you actually taste it with your t- taste bud on your tongue. Then you will understand the same level. So, so you, can, you can describe it until you're blue in the, blue in the face, but... You can't really appreciate it until you actually have it. Right. So it's the same thing work with difficult times. So people experience something. They they don't want, first of all, they don't want to explain it to the extent others can understand it to the same level they felt it. And if they, because it's impossible and unless and foremost, they actually experienced it in the shoe, in the other person's shoe. You know, but um, many might, you know, judge, judge the person saying, oh, what happened? This is nothing. Um, she overcome it and look at her now. And, you know, we don't want the stories afterward. We just want it to be done, deal and finished. That's the beauty. That, I mean, that's the why you if you start a podcast, it's that's why it's so important that you focus on one specific niche. And like I interviewed Beth for a podcast that we produce called Trumpet Dynamics, and it's <clears throat> it's for trumpet players. It's produced by a trumpet player. The host is a trumpet player, and the people that listen to it, you know, we can we we may not be able to feel that specific pain, but we can feel her pain because we can relate to what she went through. And, and everybody who plays trumpet to to whatever degree has experienced what she experienced. Although it, it didn't end with um, a serious injury to her lip, which which was the case with her, everybody has gone through a period of time where uh, we play too much. Like when I was playing all the time when I was in the military, I would get these awful cold sores, and it was just it it kind of became a, a kind of a tell. Hey James, you're playing too much. You got to lay off the horn a little bit. Because I would feel this tingling in my in my lip, <clears throat> and then I would say, "Okay, that's my body telling me I'm I'm going too too hard. I'm playing too much. I I have stress. I'm not getting enough rest." And that was kind of my body. Tell I, I learned how to listen to my body in that way. So although playing with cold sores sucked, it was awful. It was just awfully painful. Thank goodness it was temporary. And two, I learned how to listen to my body when it was telling me that I was overexerting myself. So, I mean, the, the big thing with with Beth sharing her story was kudos to her and bravo for 
being willing to put yourself out there and and share what was a very painful and very personal memory, but it just speaks to her desire and her ethic as a person to just serve others and let her misfortune, if you want to call it that, be serve as a a warning or maybe maybe just kind of a guidepost for others to maybe take a little bit easy if they're doing something that because um, I think she just she just worked way too hard because she like started in the ninth grade she was probably probably fourteen or fifteen years old and then by the time she's done with her or in her doctorate degree she's probably twenty four twenty five somewhere around there and she's I don't know, maybe 26, 27, she's been just going hard playing trumpet all the time for 13 years at this point. But you know what I like it, James, about her life? Hmm. Because no matter how many times she fell down, she uh, stood up on her own, didn't need a cane or another hand. She a few times hit the wall and she crossed over the wall. And find another uh, way to make her life more happy, successful, and I think she's an achiever because of like her. She said that it's her faith in God. It's the perspective and not having your identity wrapped up in one's thing, which is so. It means when you're young and when you're just focused on one thing, that's it's so typical to um, whether you play trumpet or the kazoo, or you teach, um, what is it that you teach? Hospitality and tourism. It's so easy for you to just have your um, identity be, this is what I am. I teach this, and this is what I am. But Beth was, she just had this uh, realization, kind of a change in perspective. I am a person. I am a servant of others. And at the time, Trumpet is something that I did, and now it's not something that I do anymore because I can't do it. Actually, her life kind of uh, evidence to what I always tell my students uh, when they are always crying or whining, saying, oh, this is so difficult, I'm not creative, I'm not made to study, I'm not made for marketing, management, uh, medicine, stuff like that. I keep telling them, you know what, you have to quit whining because God created all of us the same. He gave us the same senses, and we are all genius. Uh, it's not, I mean, genius is not like there is one person genius created, and it's a miracle. No, all of us are genius. It really depends on us uh, in which part of our gift we work on. We put effort, perseverance, not give up, and mm-hmm. become master of that, you know, specific a talent that was given to us. Now, it could be in different degree to become professional or become a genius in that field. It's equal for everybody. So I don't understand right. when people come and say, oh, I'm lazy, oh, I'm not built for this, not built for that. This is my passion. No, it's. Mm-hmm. I think it's 100% depend on us, how we are going to use that gift that was built in us mm-hmm. and create the best out of it for us. I mean, just that old adage, make lemons or uh, make lemonade out of lemons when you mm-hmm. get. Um, when I mean, life gives you lemon, make lemonade. Yes, that's an idiom. That's an American idiom that Sana knows. 
And uh, let's hope that that's the one on the test for the visa interview, because you know that one. Swing, swinging a, a dead cat by the tail, they seem to stump you a little bit. <laughs> I heard someone use that phrase the other day. Swing a, you swing a dead cat by the tail, and you, you can't, you can't swing a dead cat by the tail without coming across this. What I, I can't remember how he said it. You can't swing a dead cat by the tail without coming without meeting someone who believes this or something like that. If you don't know the whole thing, don't use it. It's just look like uh, swinging dead cat by its tail. What you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm a bad teacher, so better not listen to me to prepare for your visa interview, honey. Should we tell people listening in our news? What's the news? Uh, not now. Not now? Should we wait? Yeah, I don't like to tell people until I actually done the thing. So we're not going to tell them until, until I'm actually... This is our personal life. And it's I don't know whether you like it or not, but I think there are negative energies all over this world. And I believe in law of attraction. And I usually do not share anything about me until I myself do it and I make sure I've done it successful or not successful. Then again, I will think about it. Should I share or not? So you're saying if, if you were to reveal our, our announcement. There are people who do not want this to happen, send negative energy. And all these things in the world and universe work all this atom and everything work on the minor it will be negative it will stop really? in, yeah you should you should read about law of attraction oh i'm very familiar with the law of attraction so to honor the law of attraction you don't want to attract negative energy no wrought by those who wish evil upon us no yes even those who like us they like us but they may not have the same level of faith as us and they have their own doubts and insecurities. And even though they mean well, the advice or the energy that they send our way is not for our best interests. I do not like anybody to know about my life and my husband's life. Okay. Well, you like to know about my life, don't you? I said my life and my husband's life. So am I allowed to know about your life? We are together. How come you don't know? Definitely you will I know. Of course I know. Of course I know, honey. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, dear. So tell me about this pain in your butt. Yeah, if you just don't talk too much, it will be fine. We get off the call. We get off the, or we we end the recording with Beth Perutka, who's the guest upcoming on Trumpet Dynamics podcast. And so Sana says, "I have a question for you." Just soliciting free advice because that's what she does. Just a psychophant and always trying to leech free advice off of professionals because that's the kind of person she is. She says, "I've had this pain in my butt for the last couple of months." And I seriously thought you were talking about me. I thought you were going to crack a joke and say, my husband just will not leave me alone, and I've got this pain in my butt. But you actually have this pain, like, in your backside. 
like your lower back? Not my butt, actually. I use the word butt because she said it in the podcast. <laughs> you said butt. Yeah, she said it first. Yeah, right. So it's <laughs> she was so embarrassed to say the word butt. <laughs> it's so funny. Who me? <laughs> no, she. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like butt. <laughs> mm. She was embarrassed. She say forgot it. the word hip. Or yeah, gluteus maximus or whatever. Hey, James, it was an honor speaking with you. Thank you for having me a part of your podcast. Look forward to collaborating in any way that I can with you in the future. Attached is the Oh Holy Night track that you're free to use if you'd like. Right. Oh, nice. holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Sing with me. Long, 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 long. <laughs> Can you be serious? I'll try. Okay. One, two, three. Long lay. Long lay. The world. Long lay the lay world. The world. And sin and never pining till he appeared and his soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope. Weary one rejoices for yonder James. Sana, <laughs> sweetness, light of my life, my reason for being, a new and glorious morn. Huh? <laughs> James, I can't hear you. Oh, brother. <laughs> new and glorious. New and glorious, Sana. James, fall on your knees. Oh, here the angels, the ancient, angels, the ancient, angels, 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 voices, voices. Oh, no, Divine, you're beautiful. Oh, Sana, when Christ I love was you born. so much. Oh, Sana. Will you be mine forever and ever? Wow, you don't know the song. I know the tune, <laughs> but I don't know the words. Yeah, then don't ask me why I have this pain in my butt. <laughs> Can you believe that we've been going for 24 minutes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, it feels like two hours. It's only been 24 minutes. So, honey, tell me about this Bible study you're hosting next week. Um, well, there, you're familiar with the Bible, right? 66 books written by... The prophets and 
Wow, what is this? Apostles and whatnot. Yeah, you're familiar with that, right? Right. Well, some people study it, and so they call it a Bible study. Okay. And I'm hosting one at uh, the apartment here in Virginia Beach. Right. In a couple of so days. who's invited? Everybody, which of course means that like three or four are going to show up. Honey, it has been an absolute joy and a pleasure and an honor to share the microphone with you one more time on Life on the Beaten Path with James and Sana. And sadly, our time together has ended on the show, but I want to give you the floor to share any parting words of wisdom, guidance, advice for the two listeners who have stuck it out to the bitter end. What can you share with us? Um, yeah, it's a pleasure always to talk about something new. Thanks for teaching me some English lessons. And um, I really enjoyed um, the interview we had with Beth. And I think what to take away from it is to be strong, hold our head up, confident, and start our week. <laughs> well, if you're listening in, we're going we're gonna to be playing uh, Beth Perutka's <clears throat> uh, interview on the Trumpet Dynamics podcast, which you can find at trumpetdynamics.com, or just type it in at your favorite podcast player. Uh, or if you are feeling ambitious and you want to listen to it on the, on the app that we have for our business, then just go to beatenpath.media, and you can find instructions for how to access the app. It's called Learnistic. So it's like the app is not called Beaten Path Media, but we use a platform called Learnistic to host our podcasts. And we've got some courses and some pretty cool things that are in the works. And we have also have – we're bringing a, a new guy, <clears throat> a new worker bee, to help get things sorted with the, with the app. So we're excited about that. A lot of cool things that are happening with our business. I'm really excited, honey. Right, me too. Hey, my name is James Newcomb, and as you can hear, my wife and I like to have fun when we press record on these podcasts, and we bring this as a service to our clients and would-be, perhaps prospective clients of our company, Beaten Path Media, and we are working together to build this business, and we're just having a great time doing it. And if you are interested in learning more about Sana and myself and what we can offer, if you're thinking about getting into the podcasting, the YouTubing, the digital media production game, then look us up, and I'd love to talk and see if we can help bring you to closer to your goals and bring you and your podcast, your YouTube, your digital media to the next level check us out on the web at beatenpath.media that's spelled b-e-a-t-i-n path dot media